Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to a conversation with Mike Lindell. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it is Friday, June 24th in the year 2022, a day that will literally go down in history as one of the greatest victories for God in this land that we have seen, the repeal of Roe versus Wade. Finally, after many years of diligent fighting to repeal such a heinous act and measure, it has been done. And with it, there has been amazing effects that triggered immediately because of this. Here's a couple. Abortion is now banned in Louisiana. Abortion is now illegal in South Dakota. A.G. O'Connor activates Oklahoma's anti-abortion trigger bill. Attorney General certifies a prohibition of abortion in Arkansas. Arizona abortion providers halt procedures after ruling. Wisconsin doctors halt abortions following court ruling. Abortions stop at Kentucky clinics for SCOTUS rules. And the and Supreme Court's rule road, road decision ends legal abortion services in Alabama. And, of course, Tennessee files an emergency motion um, to skip the waiting period and ban abortions immediately. And Texas has banned abortion. So there you go. In probably one of the best follow-on tweets of this of the day is Cat Turd, if you follow them, Cat Turd on Twitter. <laughs> Two days of liberal tears is like 4th of July's, two 4th of July's back to back. So true. We are in the win on this, but it's just beginning. This is a big victory, but one that we have to stay vigilant to. Patriots, tonight we're going to have an amazing interview with Mike Lindell. Truly one of the best interviews I have done with him, but equally one of the top interviews I've done just because of the truthfulness, honesty, and the absolute tangible evidence that we have hope in restoring this election process. Mike has been vigilant in everything that he has done to bring back a integrity to our election system. He has fought this from a perspective, not a partisan perspective, but from a perspective of America, the country that he loves and has built an amazing business for, and he is truly a hero in our time. Before we begin, naturally, make sure you are continuing to support MyPillow. MyPillow is has funded this revolution through the purchases of great pillows, great sheets, great bed products, great bedroom products, and the new line of all, all-wheel drive, super-duper terrain, all-everything all, all slippers. I'm a little exaggerating there, probably. I don't think the slippers come with a transfer case, and I don't think they've got four-wheel drive, but they are pretty cool. So anyway, check those out at mypillow.com forward slash bards. MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Your promo code is Bards, B-A-R-D-S. You're not going to be dissatisfied with anything there. And literally, for a guy like me to talk about sheets and pillows every night, you're kind of like, what happened to Bards? Because I'm telling you, they make a difference. Seriously, they make a huge difference. 
and the sheets and the pillows make a difference in sleep. And right now we need any bit of sleep we can get because we're going into some sleepless nights with these crazy leftists coming up here. So make sure you're getting your MyPillow products to support this amazing company that continues to pour in millions, literally millions of dollars into this the protection of our election process. One other quick note before we start tonight, and that is that we're going to have Matt and Joy Sayer, or, uh, Thayer, excuse me, Matt and Joy Thayer on, on, that'll be Monday night, and you're going to hear about the new film. Mike's going to mention it tonight, and they're the ones who have been doing this film with Laura Logan. So they're going to come on and talk about the film Monday night. So that's another great event that's coming up. So we've got some really good interviews lined up. And if all goes well, like I promised last week, but I talked to him just a little earlier this morning, is 107 is coming back on. And he's got some really interesting updates on the election process, what they're doing, and a new film he's working on. So a lot of good things happening, a lot of good stories, a lot of good news, and always a lot of God and a whole bunch of Jesus. So Keep it centered there, patriots. We're going to have to really hold the line in a powerful way. The sword of the spirit has never been more important, but equally be smart. If you, I'm going to read here a, a uh, post from General McInerney on Telegram. I think it's worth hearing this because I think this is just right down raw and real. All churches and places of worship in the United States of America should be on the highest alert. Pro-abortion terrorists are planning a major attack against people of faith. And he ends with this comment. Do not hesitate to defend your sanctuary. This is where we draw the line. You do not attack our sanctuaries. They hate God. They hate Jesus. They hate our faith. And they hate life. So, pretty easily said, summed up, this is the real fight, and now it's time to come together and stand strong as one body. This is, inc- this is critical. God has given us an amazing win today, and please don't hesitate in your day to thank God for this amazing victory. Yes, we had justices and so forth, but this was truly an amazing victory. I'm going to read one thing here before we start. I just thought it was a very powerful statement. It's one to remember. This comes from the Daily Bible devotional post, and it says this. This is on, uh, it was from TikTok. Some of us will tell the story of Roe being overturned as a story of nine justices and how they voted. Some will tell a story of giving a voice to the voiceless and defending the powerless. Some will tell a story of political strategy and the evangelical vote. Some will tell a story of good triumphing over evil, the righting of a wrong. Some will tell the story of a goal accomplished and the dawning of a new era. And all of, all of these stories help us understand aspects of what has happened. But let's not miss the truth that ultimately the story of Roe versus Wade being overturned is a story about God. All praise to God. This was the Lord's victory, and we're in the Lord's army, and we're fighting an evil of unprecedented depth and corruption. So keep our prayers up. It's a beautiful time, and it's a time to be very grateful. It's equally a time to be very vigilant, so be vigilant. Patriots, without further ado, I want to bring you this interview tonight with Mike Lindell, one I think you will truly enjoy. He is truly an amazing man. Here we go, Mike Lindell. Patriots, I'm really honored today to have Mike Lindell on. Mike is, as we know, 
single-handedly has started <laughs> most of this revolution to bring us back to the rightful place as a republic with election integrity and the spirit of America. Mike, it's a great honor to have you on. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Mike, I'd like to start by talking about what just happened with Walmart. It's just another attack on your company. Yeah, well, Walmart, um, they kind of, I call it a slow cancel because they did it in three parts. And and uh, they took us, first they took us out of the as seen on TV, which is the biggest uh, the biggest sales, you know, we have a, we have a, um, um, a, they, their model is on TV. If you if you sell, if you do like $200,000 in commercials, you go into Walmart and the product lasts about three, four months, you know, it's up front, like a sticker bar and it's uh, on end caps. And, but with my pillow and when we went in there in 2012, um, we've been in there that long. We're their number one, according to them, their number one selling SCDs, as seen on TV product in history because we spend uh, upwards of a half million dollars a week on, on media for the, for the bed pillow. Now, Walmart only carries the bed pillow. And so it became their number one selling product as every other box store that uh, are most of them anyway and, and the shopping channels. Well, they canceled that part of it. Then they canceled the, the bedding shelves and then they lied to the public and said that there's that there, we're still online at Walmart, and and we're not. Um, they did this cancellation. I, I was on Lou Dobbs the other day, and Lou, Lou was so upset he called Walmart. They just did their investigation when they asked Walmart. Walmart said, "Well, they're still on the." Uh, uh, we're, we're, they didn't say why they canceled me, and uh, and uh, and then they said, uh, yeah, but they're still online. And Lou says, no, they're not. A Chinese company's up there selling my, or at least say they're selling my pillows. Well, as of yesterday, they took the Chinese company down, but there's still um, others up there that are not my pillow, and it's a shame. Their CMO lied to me and said that they were, that they were removing my pillow because sales were fatiguing. And in fact, the day, just the week before in May, we had our biggest order of the year. And it's just been going up, up, up this year. And and then there other then another guy got on the phone a week later. I, I called the um, vice president of cancellation. I mean, that's what this guy was. He goes, well, we have a new system where you have to have four stars. And my pill is a 3.8. I go, what? I go, I've had the same formula on my pillow since 2004. I said, we've sold 76 million my pillow. I said, what are you talking about? Some rating system. Who's, who's rating? Well, it's, it's an internal, and we started it. It's an internal rating system, and we started it in two or two and a half years ago. I go, okay, why don't you just tell me you're canceling? This is the third lie I've heard. And uh, he got a smirk on his face. I just shut the computer and said, uh, we'll just have to figure something out. Mike, can you give a little insight into this corporate fecklessness? You're a strong CEO, just an absolute stalwart in, in your fight for this country. And you, you stand with values and principles and everything you do. And constantly what we're bumping into across this nation are CEOs and corporate heads and boards that are just bowing down to this ridiculous sellout of America. Do you have any insight into that? Well, I don't even know if it's a bowing down or if it's a, it's collusion. Um, we uh, this Walmart thing bothered me more than the all the other ones that canceled because uh, Walmart was our biggest retailer of one product. They only carried one of our products. Other ones carried a, a lot of other ones, but 
that was the my pillow bed pillow. So I was up the first night and I couldn't sleep till about 4:30 in the morning and going because this affects my employees directly. They 80% of them manufacture the my pillow. I have over 2,000 employees and I'm just going. We're like a big family and. And uh, I got up and I promised him, I said, None of, you know, no one's getting laid off. We're going to get through this. We've gotten through other stuff before. But then I found out I was on my own, uh, my own show on Frank's speech and on Lindell TV. And uh, one of my investigators called me up and he had a thing from last fall uh, where it was actually, it's actually public. It was on Hunter Biden's laptop where the chairman of the board at Walmart in 2018, colluded with Hunter Biden to get rid of um, to get a, get rid of Donald Trump and his supporters. What can we do? And all these ties to China. They have over 10,000 vendors, um, according to their own records, over in China. So, you know, Walmart's model has turned into the China model. Let's uh, let's bring knockoffs into our country, wipe out the little guy, and. Uh, it's a shame. And uh, so right there, you had a chairman of the board of Walmart that controls the money, by the way, the, uh, the um, inheritance of Walmart, I guess, another another um, part of uh, that he's in control of. And and here he is on this long phone call with Hunter Biden um, saying how he wants to take down Donald Trump, how much would it cost in each state? All these th- questions he was answering. It's just it's disgusting, you know. Where we come as a country when these, and then you got, you know, woke companies like Costco that canceled us when, you know, here's Costco. You think that they would be a, you know, all for small business. That's what, you know, selling in bulk. And I think that's originally what they said they were going to do or, or, or do, but yet on the backside that they're, they're very uh, uh, political. And basically I consider them all in on it. I don't think there's ever been a company in the history, probably of business that has been more strategically attacked from a constant barrage against you on every level. It's, it's phenomenal. And of course, I mean, credit to you, you've, you've constantly fought and overcome this, but it's stunning to me. Yeah. Well, you know, it is, um, ever since, uh, if you go back to January 7th of, uh, of 20, uh, 2021, that's the day that they, they tried to cancel our voice forever. Um, they 1.2 million Americans were, we're deplatformed that day with YouTube, Vimeo, um, Suckabucks, Facebook, Twitter, um, you name it, around the around the world and uh, around the car country, and on every platform. Uh, then it followed by February fourth, which Smartmatic sued Fox News. That changed my life forever that day because after that, no one's ever been able to go on um, almost all Fox News, Newsmax. Uh, even Salem media for that matter, um, to go on and talk about the machines or talk about using computers in elections uh, or talk about the 2020 election. And when I wouldn't shut up, I mean, that the tax just, that's what they're afraid of. They don't, the big deflection here, the big, I call it election deflection. They, those machine companies from all, all of them, ESNS, Smartmatic, Dominion, all of them, they, uh, because my, uh, what have I done since for a year and a half? No, it's, we can't use computers in elections. Uh, our, this election was stalled. They, they just happened in Georgia a month ago where a Democrat, there were three Democrats in a school board election, and the lady got zero votes in her own precinct. <laughs> and her and her husband voted for herself. And uh, 
And she uh, she brought it up. Well, they can't deny that if they if they just if they just gave her ten votes, she wouldn't have had a leg to stand on. Well, she brought it up, and Brad Rassenberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, he did. He says, "Well, we better look into that." So they did. Three days later, after they looked inside the machines, they go, "Oh, um, oh we found three thousand seven hundred votes for you. Now you're in first place." She went from third to first, and they called it a programming error. And here's what all I've been attacked for is because I've been telling, like when I went on Jimmy Kimball, he said, Mike, if your friend Donald Trump had won the election, would you still be sounding the alarm? And I said, absolutely. This is about the, uh, the American dream. This is everything we have. I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or a liberal or conservative. If, if you have selections rather than elections, it's over. We become Australia, Venezuela and Canada. They're never coming back. Uh, unless their machines would be gone and they'd have a true election because they never have true elections anymore. And if a dictator gets in power or a communist party gets in power, um, you they're certainly not going to let you vote them out of power if they have if they're able to use computers to select whoever they want. So I think one thing that's evident by what you have revealed in all of you, your work is that this Dominion system is so valuable to them and so and backed by such enormous power on a global level yep. that to touch it, they just go after you viciously. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. And there's two things there. One is not the Dominion system. It's after the Dominion's just one of the companies. Actually, the biggest company in the United States is hiding under the radar. It's called ES&S. They're out of Omaha, Nebraska. So there's ES&S, there's Hart, there's Diabol, there's Smartmatic, there's Dominion. Um, and, um, uh, what they are, they all run off, uh, it's called GEMS, G-E-M-S, and it's all software built to steal elections. And But you're 100% right. I've been over target. When I'm over, when all, all the evidence that just keeps pouring out, um, and it has for a year and a half, any other time in history, you would say, everyone would go, wow, let's look in these machines. We paid for them uh, and see what the deal is here. But they, they blocked it. And blocked it and blocked it. And instead of, and they tried to take me out by, by destroying my pillow. Um, they, by the grace of God, he gave me this big platform. So we were able to get the voice out. But after February 4th, when Smartmatic sued Fox, it's called Lawfare. Everybody was afraid to say anything and do anything and afraid of being canceled, afraid of being uh, um, attacked by bots and trolls, but attacked in social media. And, um, and one of the things after February 4th, they did it strategically in Smartmatic of suing Fox that day because the next day was a, the movie I put out called Absolute Proof. They knew that was coming out. I couldn't go on any TV to talk about it. And the impeachment trials were the following Tuesday. So I wanted to get the evidence out to the world. And, and 150 million people seen that in four days. So we have found other ways to communicate and... Uh, and then after, and then, but the media though went completely silent on me. That's another thing they do to me. That's that, and they do to a lot of other people too. If you don't want Mike Lindell to get hurt, just don't talk about it. Just uh, just silence him. And they did. They've done that three times. They did it after Absolute Proof, after the Cyber Symposium, and they did it after we actually have what's inside the machines, which uh, we got in Colorado. Um, and uh, it's a big old story, but it was we actually have now all the. All the algorithms that are inside the machines, they're for public to see on Frank's speech. And But then the media just goes silent. And 
but they attack everywhere they can because like when when uh all this other stuff that comes out i was kind of surprised with 2000 meals with 2000 meals when that came out um because that's uh government cameras showing all these felonies being committed and but it's not machines it's a different way another way they stole uh the election another way that was that they cheated and uh, but both Fox and, and Newsmax showed their two colors and would not have the 2,000 meals on. And I'm going, why? I thought you guys wouldn't show any to have anybody on to talk about it because of the machines. Well, they don't want to talk about anything with the, our elections, apparently. And I thought, well, maybe, you know, I didn't want people to go, hey, that's the, this is the only way they stole. That's just, that's one way. And you have, you have all these other ways and these ways the election was stolen. But the biggest gorilla in the, mo- in the room is the machines. When you can have a million people, if a million people are going to cheat and are going to march across every state and commit felonies and vote in another state, because this is the, in the 2020 election, every state had thousands of voters that voted from other states, but they didn't vote. They just used their name. When you can have a few just hit a button and millions of votes are flipped. And I don't know why everyone's got a hard time. So many people have a hard time comprehending that. Well, cyber attacks happen in our country and around the world every single day. This is the new world we're in. You go in and you attack. If uh, my pillow gets attacked and it happened early this year on us uh, with our Amazon account or whatever, they go in, they t- they hack it. It just it becomes just money, though. You know, the the good guys they patch it up. The cyber guys and IT guys and the bad geeks start over again. They get hired to break in and steal and. Uh, or do whatever, or, or, and, uh, but that's just money. When you attack an election and you get through, it only takes one time and you lose your country forever. And by the grace of God, we, they got caught. So uh, I always say to people, you know, where would we be right now if we didn't have everything, all the pieces of the, uh, you know, of the crimes that were committed and what we can do to rectify and fix it all. If we didn't have that, we'd all went to bed. If they didn't miscalculate, at three in the morning on November 4th, 2020, we would all went to bed. The votes would have been in. They would have, they would have said Biden won, and nobody would have ever brought it up. And we would have all been sitting going, wow, do pe- is there people, do people, you have been talking to your friends going, do you really love this communism going on? Do you really love these gas prices? Do you really love all this stuff? And this uh, all this stuff that they brainwashed our college students into, you know, hey, that the socialism, a good thing. It's like, and well, I think they're all finding out it's not having a cup of coffee socializing and, but there would have been nothing that we could do about, cause we would have never known that we, that this, that the people in power were selected, not elected. That's absolute truth. Mike, what do you see as a direction moving forward here? Cause I think we're into a window now where we're still seeing some attempts to flip or decertify, yeah. but I think we're exceeding the, the limit of the law on this pretty soon. Aren't we? Well, we're in a great position, everybody. The, as far as um, what we're doing, um, Right now, we have, if you go to Frank's speech, that's on the App Store, everybody should get on it. Um, and uh, we have two, I have two TV stations, 24-7, Lindell TV, but we're putting the information out there. But what's, what we're doing, we've started preliminary injunctions. We're trying to do them in every state. We started in Arizona, and the plaintiff for there was Carrie Lake running for governor, and Mark Fincham running for secretary of state. But the relief is to get rid of the machines. Okay, so, and... And that, and we show the evidence in that particular state. That was Arizona. And went to Alabama. We're going to South Dakota, Texas, uh, Florida, Minnesota, 
Colorado, trying to get as many as we can in, and each week trying to add to it. It's like a template. Now in, in, uh, in Arizona, so that was the first one. Um, and by the way, in Arizona yesterday, Maricopa County, it was some board just uh, um, put a statement out there not recognizing the 2020 presidential election um, in, uh, in the state and, and in Arizona, the GOP put an amicus brief um, uh, backing that preliminary injunction. So um, this is what, I'm, what I'm saying, those are things we're doing and, and we're going to be doing every state. Uh, this, um, and then we're also going county by county. And there's over 110 counties now that have committed to go um, completely machine free. And we have a new replacement system with the best, most secure paper ever developed in history and with cameras. So you're not going to go, um, they won't be connect, or, um, connect to any computer or machine, but it'll be very transparent. You see your votes. And by the time they, the votes are hand counted on camera and, uh, and then it gets put up to the, uh, finally to the internet after the, basically the camera thing is the audit. Now everyone says, well, that'll take so long. No, France just did an election. Could we use their model? And they had 70,000 people. They did it in one day and they had no problem, no machines. They've been doing it since the 1970s. And we used to do it, but now we're using, we'll go back to a time where sometimes the best things made by hand, like my pillow, most of it's made by hand. And uh, so we've got that going. And what we have, I was just on a call with all 50 states the other night. We have the cause of America I have, where I became like a hub of a wheel and we put out, um, we're on the phone for two hours of what each one's putting down, what they can do in their state, things like your, your sheriffs, what are they able to do? What are your precinct members able to do? What are your, um, what are your legislative able to do? A lot of these people, it's an education process. And, and, but where we're going to win this is the judges. Everyone says, well, Mike, come on. Not all the judges looked at Evans and didn't do anything. No, there's only one judge in the United States since November 3rd of 2020 that looked at the evidence that was in Antrim County, Michigan, and he never ruled on the evidence. They pushed it down the road. Every other judge, I believe everybody was, they were very scared. I believe that they were, they didn't want to be the first judge. They have, they have family members. They were very, very afraid. That's my, that's my, um, um, that's what I believe. Now, that's changed over it because of how has it changed? Well, now with all the bad things going on, you know, 40% of Democrats now believe the election was stolen. And you're, you're, you're going to see judges, everybody's seeing, hey, um, this stuff that's going on is, doesn't make sense what this administration is doing. So their eyes are getting open up. So now these judges, they have family members, they have friends, they have uh, um, um, neighbors, whatever. And when they see this going on, I believe they're going to get courageous, just like that lady judge did down in Florida that made the ruling and she, about the mass mandates on airplanes and all that nonsense. She had the courage to do it, and she did it, and it changed the course of history. As these things start to get before the courts, and these are all, these are emergency injunctions, like where you have to rule on them right away. They're not going to wait past the 2022 election, which is what all the machine companies want to happen, because the clock is ticking. Uh, you're supposed to keep the records for 22 months, and many of the many of the machine companies have already been deleting things illegally, and uh, and then we're also doing a very big event. This is going to be very important. Uh, we have Larry Logan made a movie. It's called Selection Code, 
Everybody could go to selectioncode.com. That's going to change the course of history. You watch this trailer, uh, the movie, I financed it, and the movie is going to, we're going to premiere it on August 20th. Uh, weekend that we're having 1500 people are going to be inviting their influences from around the country and we're going to have a two-day event with that movie premiering for free and anyone that goes to selectioncode.com and puts their email there i'm going to email you a free copy of that download of that movie on uh, august 22nd and this all the things that's going to build up to that and all the things we're doing we're going to get uh, um um, there's there there's many judges. I, I could sit here right now and tell you hundreds of cases that are out there that you don't even know about, and people that are doing in their own states. It's going to be a very educational two days where everyone's going to when we're going to have each state on on the stage, and they're going to tell you know here's what went on in our state, here's what's going on. We'll take you back on a timeline, and uh, because I we get calls from every state. Remember, this crime have it wasn't just. Uh, five swing states it was every single state from alaska to hawaii from california to new york to florida and everywhere in between and uh we get calls every day i get so many from alaska that's going to be one of the ones we'll be doing and you wouldn't think you know why did they have to take alaska why or why did they or, or, uh, take votes from there why did they have to take um votes from alabama or, or take a million votes from florida I, i'll give everyone one example everybody is if I would have told you that, let's say it's uh, Minnesota, that Donald Trump won $3 million to Biden's 100000 everybody would say, oh, come on, that's a computer error. You wouldn't even think anything else that there's that many people illegally. You would right away think it's a computer problem. Either somebody cheated with a computer or a computer problem. Just like that gal in Florida, that Democrat that got zero votes. They had to look into that anomaly and that deviation. And... Uh, but right now, I'm so optimistic because uh, we are we are communicating the communication where they tried to kill our voice a year and a half ago. Now the word just gets out, and we're gonna, and it, it continues to get out. And as these judges make rulings, we are going to get our country back. Now, as far as decertification, uh, that just takes courage from legislatures. We still have time on that. Remember, I just um, I said the other day um, in our country's history, everybody. In the history of our country, every single politician where they found fraud was involved, the one that really won gets put back in immediately and they addressed whatever fraud went on or every crime went, went on. Now, in, in a lot of these states, they have a four-year statute of limitation on fraud. So we've still got time on that when you talk about getting our real president uh, back in office. And, and it's, um, it's just never happened at the presidential level. But, but you can't have a fraudulent um, people in power. I mean, it's just uh, that's the way our Constitution was written. But we also broke states, broke all these uh, laws of the Constitution where the secretary of states made all these rules that were are completely illegal, like Michigan sending out seven million ballots when the legislatures make the law, not the secretaries of states. I've learned in this that the secretary of states, I've, I have not met one that um, I believe doesn't have another agenda and it's not to, it's not to help the United States. And uh, they, I believe that they were, they got to the secretary of states and it's uh, uh, who control our election. And, uh, but we're, but it's all getting uncovered. And I, I just want everybody to be encouraged. And, and um, it's, it's the communication. We are winning. We're, we're at a point where 
boy, if you'd have told me uh, we'd be where we're at today, um, even a year and a half ago, I wanted things to happen right away. But at least over it, you can look back and say, wow, all this bad stuff had to happen. So it's opening people's eyes and they're looking for hope. And, and there is hope. It's just that everybody's got to have courage, not save your courage for a rainy day. And that includes pastors out there with your churches. That includes anybody that's out there that's leading or even your own inner, your circle of friends. You got to get the word out and, and that the, uh, this, this doesn't end here. Mike, Dr. Frank was just in my hometown, actually, in Oregon, and made some interesting comments because Oregon is like one of the bottom eight and some of the worst voting areas in the country. In your research and experience, because Oregon is a motor voter state, there's actually no polls here. Have you found in this, in the algorithm flips and the things you're talking about, that much of this is happening in the cloud or some version of that with algorithm flips? And is it the same companies that are running this? Do you know? Yeah, it's all, it's all, they all go horizontal, all these machines. And if you look, if everybody goes to Frank's speech, you can go down to uh, first preliminary, or I mean, bombshell proof election machine manipulation. And you can see there's a lot of it was reactionary stuff where they can go in the machines and, and adjust or set an algorithm um, we've all know that the um, and uh, in Oregon was not exempt to this by any means. Um, I, if I pull up here, what I have, uh, um, let's see here. Um, in in Oregon, in fact, I get a lot of calls from Oregon. By the way, it's a it's a, it was either Oregon or Washington State. I want to say it was Oregon. There was this gal that did. Uh, she does. She's a Democrat and uh, very strong Democrat to her and. I, not so much a liberal, but she's a strong Democrat, and she and she cares about uh, these were um, uh, what do you call um, homeless shelters? I guess is what they were, and these homeless shelters. Well, she wanted to make sure these people could vote, and so she went out and she got them. She got it all set up so they would be um, they would get ballots, and uh, that they get ballots mailed there, and then she was going to go guide them through and get them all to vote. Well. Then the ballots never came. Uh, and then she found out later when she went to check on it, here their names were used, but they never got to, they not got, they didn't get to vote, but their names were used after a lot of research. And, uh, and everybody's going, well, how were their names used? Well, of course they get used through the computers. And, uh, and they, um, you know, it's every state. And like I've said it before, if you, if I would have said, uh, you know, Oregon, Biden won 1 million to Donald Trump's uh, 50 votes. Everybody, I don't care who you are, would say there's a computer problem here. Um, in Oregon itself, I'm going to pull it up here. Um, Oregon had, there it is. Oregon. Oregon uh, said um, Biden won by 381,000 votes. Well, the truth is, he won by 188,000 votes. And remember, that's not counting organic cheating. Uh, you know, you all seen the movie 2000. We don't know how many people, if there was Dropbox in Oregon. I don't know that about Oregon. I can only tell you what computers, our computer research and IT and, and what we've shown and what was captured on election night. Um, there was 200,000 votes stole in Oregon from Donald Trump. And that uh, that's just an incredible amount. And these were... And uh, if you want to know by county, I, I believe 
the biggest county, which were almost 40,000 votes were stole was like a Multnomah County or Mult- Multnomah. Yeah. Multnomah County. Yeah. Multnomah. That's Portland. Multnomah. Yeah. Yeah. Then Portland, that was the most stole in the whole state. And you would think, Oh, there's all, they're all liberal in Portland. Well, no, they're not. 40,000 votes were, um, you know, taken from him. Why? Because they could, right? Um, you know, because, oh, that's such a democratic area. But you'd be surprised, though. They, a lot of the, you know, this, this algorithm that they ran through, uh, it's kind of like if you throw warm water in a, in a bucket, in a, a tub of cold water. you you got to disperse it through the whole country and so you'd be surprised and they, and but they got caught so they had to react that's where you've seen like michigan where they had to dump in 106,000 votes for biden and stuff like that but when you go to a red county in fact um i was just asked last night we were at a big event i was did for my uh, uh my whole team and an appreciation event and and i was asked by uh, someone they said well um Donald Trump won Alabama by 45 points or something like that. I said, um, so how can you sit here and say that that was stolen? I said, well, because he won by 65 points. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's very simple. You just, uh, you, it would be a big deviation if you tried to take all your votes, like in, from, uh, from one state or from one area. And they wanted to, everybody, they wanted to make it look like on any, on anything that they're going to take, but you got to think, what would, what would a person do? Put yourself in that mindset. If I was them, I would go, okay, a lot of these states you can do recounts if it's not close, or I mean, if it's close and, uh, and you can do audits and stuff. Well, why not cheat it enough where you, it's not even in question? So what you do then, that's the propaganda that you put out ahead of time. Like Texas could turn blue. Texas could turn blue. Well, Texas would have turned blue if it wouldn't have been for their great attorney general, Ken Paxton, he, he's the only one that fought maybe one other attorney general. I'll take that back. Uh, that before the 2020 election, all the illegal stuff they were going to do in Texas, like they did in all the other States, Ken took it to court and said, no, you're not going to do mail-in voting. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do that. The legislatures make the laws here in Texas, like they do in every other state. And he won all 12. So in Texas, they didn't have enough names to steal the state. They found out later 2 million ballots that they were going to be using to, to cross-reference with all the names they would have used on those mail-in, you know, if there were mail-in ballots and all this stuff. But they inflated. They still stole about 960,000 votes from the state of Texas. Donald Trump won the state of Texas by 1.5 million. What was the number one taken, uh, number one, um, as far as quantity of votes in the nation taken from Donald Trump, 1.5 million in California. Um, and uh, so they, um, um, you know, Donald Trump won the regular, he run the, he won uh, 82 million to about 66 million. And these are, these are calculations by guys a lot smarter than me that have been investigating this stuff for now, almost two years coming up on two, or at least a year and a half. And, uh, and you guys, and I want to tell everyone too, you know, this isn't me. And, um, you know, I was, I didn't, I got into this. I was handed evidence on January 9th of 2021 that explained everything. So like anyone, I can't unsee what I've saw. I can't change what I know. And all these people from around our country that came from all walks of life, from a mathematician that was, uh, uh, down in New Mexico, from, like you say, Dr. Frank, um, 
Dr. Shiva, these people, these people, and uh, I can name at least 20 cyber guys, but I don't want to put their names out of there. They'll get attacked too. Well, these, these people had other lives. They didn't have, they weren't, a lot of them weren't even big, you know, um, Republicans where they're just, uh, they're kind of a, a new or neutral kind of, and they're just geeks. And <laughs> so they, they go in there, they're, you know, they enjoy their, their data. They enjoy looking at stuff and checking it out. Well, every one of them and every, all this evidence, I don't care what it is at all. It's like having 20 cameras at a bank robbery. They all point to the same thing. Everything points to the same thing, whether you're the 2000 meals or whether you whether you see uh, these other elections now that they're being that they're going to continue to do it. And I've said it before, if we don't get rid of the machines right, and by the 2022 election or at least have a complete a huge head start on. So when the public can say, look, at they didn't have machines and they did, and you're going to see such a it's, it's going to be such a revealing, just like that lady that got zero votes. Uh, we're done. Our country would be gone forever. And and um, but the, like I say, the 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 uh, the hope is that we're we're so far along here of exposing everything. And you did see guys that like CNN, CNN the other day said they can no longer call their little. Remember, the, in my mind, the big lie is the big lie. But they they said, well, we can't say the word big lie anymore because now they started to realize that. There was no big lie. There, this uh, election was stalled and, and down tickets were stolen. And if you see the Democrat Party, they warned us of these machines. and But they didn't care that they ended up being on the side of the fixed game. And uh, But they warned us and warned us and warned us in, and, uh, in the movie Kill Chain and others. And uh, what they're doing now, they're starting to put out the brainwashing going, yeah, we should gain, we'll gain more. The Democrats, they said, uh, yeah, we're going to gain more seats in the Senate and probably the house too. Well, that's a lie. When you talk about, um, if we don't have machines, we have a fair election. It's the biggest red country you've ever seen in history. People don't want, and this isn't, don't get me wrong. I have bad mouth Republicans more than I have the Democrats. I knew where they were coming from. The corrupt Republicans that got revealed like Brad Rassenberger, poor Georgia, they have the triple crown of crime, Frank Kemp, Brad Rassenberger and Chris Carr, the governor, secretary of state and attorney general, all Republicans. It's just a shame that these uh, that people you trusted and even your Republican legislatures that why won't you look into this for the people? Why were you why were you cowards? Why did you turn your back on us? Were you compromised? You got to. Are you are you blackmailed, compromised? Um, You have another agenda, a personal agenda or all of the above. But what's going to happen is, as they as this starts to unfold, they're going to have so much pressure. They are going to be start doing things like decertifying, which three states could do that right now. It's up in in Arizona. They have it up. That decertify. All they need is more signatures. Wisconsin could decertify anytime. They have with that with that audit they did. In fact, the recommendation of the investigator uh, Michael Gableman in Wisconsin said we need to decertify Wisconsin and we need to do it now. And then you go over to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's got this crazy law where you can't have more votes than voters. What? You know, <laughs> and uh, in Pennsylvania, they uh, they turned in their electors with more votes than voters. You can't make this up, everybody. This is just like, how could you do this? You know, uh, it's it's illegal. It's against our constitution. But we're in an age that that you know, if you don't have the media. They remember they have the media and then the other media 
that won't talk like your foxes. Foxes cost our country greatly because it's, I call it going fox on you. Don't go fox on me now. And, uh, and they just, uh, they won't talk about it. And they act like, oh, because we got sued. Well, you're already sued. You're either in on it with the guys that sued you. Like, like you had a, you got a undercover crime bus. You bite, you, you arrest the guy that uh, was the undercover guy just to make it look good. Well, Fox, I swear Fox probably said, come on, sue me now. So we, so we don't have to bring anybody on to talk about this election. It looked very suspicious when they called Arizona early and all these other things. But all I know is we don't have those outlets. Your Newsmax is your Fox and your uh, and your uh, conservative media like Salem Media, where they can't talk about uh, things like conversation we're having right now. Like, isn't it news that a Democrat gets zero votes in her own precinct and then they come out and say it's a programming error in a machine? Well, I thought these machines weren't online. I thought they couldn't be programmed to steal, steal elections. You know, and then Brad Rassenberger in Georgia, he's certifying his own election in the night before in a trusted poll. He had 38 percent and he got he ended up getting 52 percent the next day. It's impossible. We talked to the polling people. So we checked into it and that his opponent had like 17 percent across the board in all the counties. That's also impossible. So now um, we're actually a lawsuit was started, I believe, two days ago. And uh, and hopefully we're going to be able to get into the machines finally and say, hey, look at this, because he gets to he gets to certify his own election. I mean, you talk about a dictatorship. Georgia could be a good example of them in Colorado of, um, you know, hey, you want this? It doesn't matter. You're going to either turn completely blue like Colorado stole everything from their citizens. Uh, and here you have Republicans running it, but they're but they're criminal. And there, and I can say that because I've done huge investigations on Brad Rassenberger and Georgia. These guys bought $110 million worth of Dominion machines in 2019. They've been protecting the machine companies. You can't look at this. You can't look at that more than anyone in the country. And it's disgusting. Mike, walk us through a little bit the effects of decertification. I think that gets confusing for a lot of people. What would be the effects? Yeah, when you decertify, when you decertify everybody, you don't. Donald Trump doesn't get those votes. Um, I think that's a mis misconstrued by a lot of people. What it is when you decertify, it's kind of like what Pence. In a way, it's like what Pence should have done and could have done. What Pence could have done on January sixth, and that's all that was asked for ten days. Send it back to the states and say, hey, you got to decertify. You can't turn in your electors yet. You need to show you have some problems here in Pennsylvania. You have too many votes than voters. Basically, as they, they do a massive look at it and say, here, what's what happened here? Uh, you know, and and uh, and then, and by the way, when Pence did that or didn't do what he did, now they're trying to make it a law that the vice president would never be able to do that again uh, to have that choice. Well, they said he didn't have the option. And that was their big narrative. Well, he can't do anything. And that's even what Ben said. Well, that's a lie. So now they're trying to make it a law that, that, that boy, if he could do it, you know, we're going to make sure they never could do it. OK, but what the decertification is when you decertify, you're pulling down your electors. You're saying they're not we're not turning ours in. So they would get uh, just with those three states. But they they uh, he would be uh, Biden would be below 270. And now they have to look in and if they can't get it done. This would actually go back to the states, uh, a one-on-one -on -one vote where, where you would, uh, um, 
I believe the legislatures, it's like one state, one vote, and you would have a re-vote. But, if, but I believe when they decertified, they would find so much crime that went on and, uh, and you could, um, you know, the rightful person would get put into place right away, which would be uh, President Trump. Um, I want to talk, talk one second about, you know, the decertification. I believe that's and it's so easy. The legislatures, the Republican legislatures, everybody are the ones that are blocking that. Every one of those states, um, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Michigan and Georgia, what they all have in common, they're all Republican controlled. I think people go, what? Well, yeah, they're all Republican controlled legislatures. All they have to do is vote to decertify and look into their state and say, what happened here? We, we want uh, the, the public needs to know and we need to know now. We can't let our state or our country be destroyed. But these cowardly Republicans are either traitors. I've said it before. History will look back and they're either going to be known as traitors or heroes. The clock is ticking. I don't care if you do nothing. Guess what? You are a traitor to the United States of America. There is no in between. You don't get to sit back and go, oh, I hope 2022 comes here. So they shut up about us legislators. We're on to you. you. And you guys know what you can do. You can't play plausible deniability anymore. That ship sailed about a year ago uh, when you did nothing then. So we're in a place now where we've got to get them motivated to do this. I want to say one thing. This is like a side bonus for all of you out there. In, in the state of, I believe it's Idaho, um, it was Idaho, in a few municipal um, elections there, there is at least three of them. They tested text message or text, it was either Idaho or Utah, so I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give it to so they can't call me call me uh, fake news or whatever, like Idaho likes to send me bills. Um, they, uh, <laughs> and uh, anyway, they, what they did, they texted in or emailed in their, vo- their vo- your vote. Uh, they tested this, okay? And now other states have gone, hey, we should do that. Well, let me tell you where it's already been done. In in um, our overseas military votes, uh, they're called Awakawa or something like that, but overseas military and their families. And, and for years, you got 45 days for a physical ballot to go back and forth across the, across the country or the world. And, uh, and it worked fine. Well, then Obama changed it. His administration changed it to where you could email in your vote or you could request your thing by email and email it back. So now in this last, in the 2020 election, I had whistleblowers come to me from five different states. One of them is very public. It actually came out in the Maricopa audit. Now, I want anyone to hear this, okay? The the way this works is there was no IDs checked, okay? And there was uh, 890,000 um, overseas military votes throughout our country, which was one of the highest ever. It, it doesn't even make sense because we were in the middle of a China virus and, and uh, there shouldn't have been uh, um, that many people probably even over there. They probably just used names. But let's just put that aside. So I'm going to give you an example of two, two clerks in Alabama. They've been doing this for years and, to, and two commissioners. So at the end of the night on November 3rd, now you're going to count your overseas. What you do is you click a button on a computer and on typing paper, it puts out all the ballots just on typing paper. It's to, remember, they're just emailed in and, and they sat there. And, nor, and what it does is all these come back. It, you email, you get your email of your ballot overseas, you fill it out. And you email it back into the machine companies, everybody, to a centralized computer. 
Now that computer then disperses all these to all 3,000 some counties in the United States. So this particular county in Alabama, there's two of them, they work together. And uh, this gal and this guy I met in the middle of the night um, a few months back. And they said, we usually get five overseas uh, in that particular county, but they got 262 ballots. Right? Um, and, uh, and they started going through them and every one of them was for Biden. And they looked at each other and she said, I actually, my heart sunk and said, well, maybe these young men now that turn liberal because they're, you know, they're young in their military. And they said, and they both go impossible. Right. So they called two other commissioners in Alabama that night. And they were, they were just, it, it was spooky. They said all theirs were for Biden. I have four other States. Every emailed in one is for Biden in the Maricopa audit out of 8,700 uh, ballots. It's in Maricopa County in, in Arizona, all for Biden. Now, that guy wanted him to look into it. He said, you guys need to look at this. My names are on the boxes. I did these overseas votes. Now, one in Colorado, there was actually, she got three physical ballots. Remember, they, they can still do the physical ballot, but it's less than, I think, less than 2%. So the, the physical ballot that came in, all three of them were for Donald Trump. But all her other hundred and some were for Biden. So now, let's just say... But those, because we're going to be doing a huge lawsuit and investigation into this. Let's say that the rest of the country is the same. Just those overseas military ballots, which is federally run, switch all five of those states back to Donald Trump. Just on that alone. That's the system they eventually want to get to, uh, is just you email and text it. This is where we're at, everybody. We're at an apex in history where if we don't, Get rid of the computers and machines in our election. We're done. We are gone. It's over. It is over. You can never, ever, ever use computers or machines. But it's getting revealed. This is a process where people can't wrap their head around this. For some reason, they think we were brainwashed in the early 2000s. It's computers. It's faster. It's more secure. Well, you know what? They probably didn't have a business like I do and stuff where, or, or a checking account that got hacked into or, or, or they've all heard of gas lines getting hacked into and, and, a, and breaches. Uh, Target had a big, evil Target had a big breach uh, like five, six years ago where everybody's cards were hacked. Well, that's real. And then they had right before the election, they called the, uh, there was some big, um, I can't even remember, Solar Winds that was a big hack and, and Dominion was tied to that. Well, it, and I don't know. I think the people now are going, hey, gee, what a concept. You mean they're really hacking our election and go and went in there? Yeah, they took your country, everybody. But we're getting it back. Mike, when we talk about 2022, and I try to kind of manage expectations with the audience quite a bit, because while it's important to vote, I think that what we're revealing is the depth of this corruption is going to take quite a while to root out. What can really be realistic expectations going into 2022, especially with the voter rolls that are still corrupted and these machines in so many states that are still still in play? Well, I'm going to give everyone this is I, I actually did a speech last night um, and uh, and I use this in my speech. What I'm going to tell you next. OK, let's say I mean, with God, all things are possible. But let's just say realistically, uh, you get like a fourth of the uh, machines uh, a fourth of the counties in the country machine free by then. Okay, let's just assume that, or even assume less. 
Um, there was, I'm going to use this for an example because everyone really needs to hear this. Um, Ken Paxton in the state of Texas just had a primary down there. Now, the media didn't put out any polls. It was silent. It was, it was scary because they don't want Ken Paxton around. They want him gone. He's done more for this country as an attorney general of Texas than all the other attorney generals. Anyway, what he what happened in that primary, I said to Ken, I said, you know, I said, they're not even putting polls out. Well, the word it got out in Texas that Ken was up by 40 percent. He was a 40. He's up by 40 points in the poll. And, and that's such a huge, um, huge lead there in a, in a poll that if they would have took that in the machines, it would have been over. People would have been up for going, we are looking into this. It's, it stresses it's an impossibility. So what I'm telling everybody is in the 2022 election, one of the most important things, and I'm going to actually be going to polling companies and saying, hey, you need, we will need polls there and a legitimate ones more than ever. And then what we need is we need the biggest turnout in the history of the United States for a midterm ever. So when you have the polls, if you got a poll in uh, so-and-so, let's say it's um, Carrie Lake in Arizona that's running for governor, and let's say she's a 30-point favorite in the polls, and all of a sudden now she becomes a five-point five she lost by, this is what's going to be revealing. And at that point, we can rip into them machines, and, they, and by that point, judges are going to be brave and say, you know what, enough's enough. You can do your subpoenas. You can do your audits. You can go in there. And it'll be over for them. And remember, the 2022 election, um, you know, maybe you'll be beyond the 22 months that they have to keep the 2020 election, everybody. But let me tell you this, Dominion, and this is why ESNS hasn't sued anybody. This is why I believe this. You've got your Dominions of the world and your Smartmatics that sued everybody. Well, they're supposed to preserve evidence. They don't get to, to destroy evidence because in court it's called spoliation. And if you destroyed evidence, which they did, they did it in Colorado, Wisconsin, around the country. So they destroyed, it's a felony. And now when that gets to court, the judges say, hey, you destroyed this evidence. It's called spoliation. The jury has to decide or get, has to assume the very worst for the persons that destroyed it. In other words, if you hit a gun, you're the murderer. And, that, and, you, and that's what the law reads. Now, we also have what they did delete those. So we're very safe there, everybody, in that respect. But this is what I expect in the 2022 election. And by the grace of God, if we can get back, um, let's say we get back the Senate uh, we, and the House, by this, it, it, getting back one of them or even or two, or let's say we don't get back any. But you need to know right now is the judges right now that you're not hearing about are making rulings that are slowing the destruction of our country. They're slowing the border things coming over the border. They're slowing. They're making rulings that you don't read about because the media doesn't want you to know about the success of these judges slowing stuff down. There was just one this morning where a judge, the Supreme Court, I believe, ruled against uh, the gun laws in New York where they have to, you know, this things that's been on the books there, this crazy law where you couldn't protect yourself, basically. You couldn't have a gun outside. Um, but anyway, what I'm saying is we... As whatever happens in the 2022 election, I believe we'll take back the Senate and stuff. And then we can really, if these legislatures, all these new people put into power that have America's back, the America first candidates, the one that Donald Trump's been going around, most of his anyway, that uh, that are there, the ones we've all, that I've gotten behind, 
uh, these people in power now, and then we educate the legislatures of what they can do. You can start unraveling this, and we're going to get to a place where it's the best place we've ever been as a country. We'll have new roots, a new foundation, back to our Constitution, and we'll once again, I believe, be one nation under God. We'll put God back in our schools. In 2024, you're going to have the fairest election in the history of the world, and hopefully other countries will, will outlaw these machines and these voting machines and these computers used in elections, and uh, and. God will give us grace, and we'll have uh, we'll have a lot more time to, uh, which I believe is the greatest revival in history for Jesus Christ. And uh, and this is uh, this is where we're at. I'm just very optimistic, and it's uh, and uh, but I can't. But everybody, you can't get complacent. If you got you got to spread the word. You got to like right now. You can go to selectioncode.com. That movie get signed up for that. That's going to be historical changing on, on August 20th and 21st. You can download my app, Frank Speech. It's on the App Store. You need to stay informed of what's going on so you can tell everybody around you. Well, Mike, you're speaking my language when we talk about getting God back on this con- in this country and back on the throne. And I, it's, it's a wonderful thing to say. I swear you should run for president because you're the only one saying it in the level that you're at. And I'm I, I really thank you for that. I have one last question for you, and it's just kind of a little bit skewed to what we're talking about, but I think it ties in. We're faced with a critical crisis right now in both food and fuel, and it's it's crushing down on the American public very, very heavily. And so I see this as part of a strategic move to make a very difficult time for people when they get towards the vote, even difficult moving around. As a business person, you're seeing that from a completely different optic. You're seeing the supply chain issues on a global level and local. Yep. How do you see all this coming about here? And Because this is not going to be something that's easy to turn around. We're in a pretty dire state right now. Right. And, you know, there's a couple things there. Um, that Yeah, that supply chain, a lot of that, though, is, is made up. There's a lot of made up stuff there where the ones you say where there's a shortage of this, where it's, the, it's not the guy that's 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 actually manufacturing it, so to speak, or the raw materials. It's middlemen. It's it's companies that are t- are are doing this. Taking it. I believe it's a it's a contrived, planned destruction of our country. Uh, you know, when you had when you had the first day at the inauguration, uh, you you shut down the the pipeline and lay off fifty thousand union workers, and and then you attack the trucking industry and these ships that you're for no reason are sitting off the coast. Uh, and you can't solve that. And the, it does become a supply chain. Then it becomes where people like baby formula. That would be, like you say, a long time coming back because as soon as some does show up, if you're a mother, you're going to go in and you're going to buy everything you can, even if there's limits on it. You might go five times a day and you end up with like we did the paper, toilet paper during the China virus. Um, but when I look at it from a different place and, and I look at it like this, everyone, and I know this is going to be hard for people to accept, but it's reality. And this is where we are at. And if you go back to December of 2019, it was Merry Christmas. Everything was great. All these decisions that have been made by politicians, especially our great president, Donald Trump, those decisions had manifested those great times where physically our lives here had improved so much, no matter where your base was, your life had improved a little bit. It was an all-time high for consumer confidence, lowest unemployment ever, all these things. Now where we're at now is these bad things keep manifesting as gas gets up to $10 in places, as food, like you say, shortages and everything. What it's doing is it's opening people's eyes that this is this is communism and this is this is 
destruction of our country. I don't care if you're, I'm talking the people now, not the politicians. I'm talking my friend, like at my pill, I'll give you a good example. We have, um, we have Asians, blacks, whites, Hispanics. Um, we have Democrats, liberals, conservative, Republicans, whatever. But we're over 2,000 of us. We're like a big family. This has united us. And what's going, you know what? We want some, we want common sense out there. Like, like, uh, you know, the common sense party, this new party that would be, whether it's the Republican party redone. So it's, you do you make a decision, problem, solution, and what will it manifest so, to help all people? So I hate to say this, but the bad things, my fear would be that they, that they right before the election, but they don't have time now to change us. They're too far into it. They would have been the typical, um, Hey, we're, um, we're doing this and we're going to give out this free and, and uh, do all their propaganda. And, and what goes, well, this ain't so bad. And they end up voting for, um, they vote. And then all the lies that were there, then it's you wait till the next section and the lies begin there. So what this is doing, I believe it's, is showing people the evil and the, and the, the, uh, the horrible things that this has manifested to the manifestation of a stolen election. So it's kind of like, Hey, if you don't fix this, we would be able to have a hard time so with everybody else trying to fix 20, get rid of these machines. If everything was going, you know, even one, one half of what it is now, but they're just going for the throat, everything. And I look at it as I hate to say, but you know, it's in, in a way in the long, in the long term, you're going to look back and say, wow, that was horrible how it happened then and what happened and how people had to live in poverty and all this stuff. And, and living and in fear, but you're going to look back and you're going to say that had to happen in order for it to get to this great place we're going. I used uh, my pillow in 2012, my first infomercial. I took in a hundred million dollars from nothing, from living in my sister's basement to to uh, taking in a hundred million dollars in six months. At the end of it, I was six million dollars in debt. I was in tears. There had been all this betrayal, all this uh, stuff that went on in my company and my young company that had just. It was this, I thought it was the end, but no, I picked it up. I go, you know what? That horrible, this horrible place that we were at, we spent two years digging out and doing and correcting things that had went wrong. And, uh, and the, the, the bad was, was weeded out. And that's where the 2020 election is. It'll go down as the greatest election in the history of the world because it's going to, all the bad things that manifested too, but we're going to look and we're going to be able to fix it by looking back at these, at these terrible, um, physical times we're in when you when people are trying to make a trying to make a go and have a joyful life here and they're getting destroyed by this guy whatever this is that's uh that's in our that's took over our country you know mike i interview a lot of people and you are absolutely on the top of my list of one of the most grounded and optimistic people that always centered in christ that and i deeply appreciate that because as a person who's done business all of his life you always have that very on the ground real experience that you bring to this i think this interview here is probably one of the best i've had in a long time and i thank you because you've provided tangible realistic things that are happening to make this country great again, truly. So I thank you for all your efforts. I really do. And well, thank you. And I, I give the glory to God, everyone. God blessed me with the big platform and, and that's, uh, that's all of our platform. We've, we've just got to all unite in voices and courage is courage is contagious. And if you're saving your courage for a rainy day, people, it's pouring outside. There is no tomorrow. It's right now. We're living in historical times 
and it's going to be amazing. Um, just uh, we just got to get through everything and fix things and, and bring our country back to God. Well, Mike, we always close with a prayer. And if it's OK, I'd like to do a prayer. Yes. Thank you. Father, we just thank you today for all that you've brought in this amazing conversation. And once again, the blessed work that Mike Lindell is doing it just reminds us truly of two things. Mark four twenty two: for nothing is hidden except to be revealed, nor has anything been secret, but it would be come to light. And also, Father, John fourteen twelve: truly, truly, I say to you, the one who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these he will do, because I am going to the Father. We are blessed with all this time to be able to see clearly and with great heroes to step up who have really walked in that, sh- in that body of Christ that lead us once again to the realization that we are truly great in this world and that we are truly free. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for having me on, and God bless you. And and uh, we're getting the, we'll get through this, everyone. We definitely will, Mike. Thank you very much, and Mike. Also, just on a side note, if it's possible to be involved with that film coming out in August, I would love to. Whether there's some sponsorship or whatever, I just it's a great effort. Yeah, yeah. If you and everybody go to selectioncode.com, and yes, you get, you'll be invited for sure. So we're going to have influencers there. About it's a, it is invite only those two days, and uh, you will definitely be there. And we, uh, but everybody in the country has got to get involved with this, and just go to selectioncode.com. Outstanding, Mike. Have a very blessed day. God bless, and thank you for everything you're doing. Yep, thank you. God bless now, Patriots. That was Mike Lindell, and I think probably one of the best interviews in this whole chaos that I've had, Mike provided enormous amount of information. And the reason I I highlight this interview so much is that Mike has been involved in tangible, real results, which you know is something I believe in. I get tired of the rhetoric of just like, go vote, go vote. And Mike's not that way. And that's where his real, real tangible experience from his company, where he had to literally build that from ground up and literally sell pillows himself one by one to get it started has been so powerful in this as he's resourced so many abilities out here. He's been a huge sponsor of Patriots, a huge sponsor of this channel. He's been a huge sponsor of films. He's been an enormous sponsor of, of investigations and legal actions. Mike has opened up his wealth that he's made in my pillow and poured it back into this country because he believes that that's what God gave him his company for. He is an absolute example of great companies. It's why I have told you so many times, you may get tired sometimes of hearing the my pillow advertisement. Mike is going to always be on this channel as long as he wants to be, because I'm telling you that sort of dedication to our nation is an example that everybody needs to follow. It's, Absolutely a heart towards the bigger vision and always led with Christ in his heart. And he is a true believer. So I say that as well as when, you know, when you're looking at a way to, if you're in a place where you want to help in a way, literally you can help by, by buying something from his company with Walmart trying to deplatform them again or doing it, not again, but another company adding to that. Those hits are real on his bottom line. And so it's important that we as patriots understand that and try to rally around. Take your business away from Walmart. Just don't go there, number one. Number two, refocus it on companies like MyPillow. And there's an enormous amount of products. I mean, you know, I, I talk about, we all talk about the MyPillow. We talk about the sheets. I mean, literally, that is a, it's a one-stop shop for your house. And 
I say that not from any sort of pitch or advertising place. You know, yeah, if you want to go there, you can use your promo code Bards and all that cool stuff. But I'm I'm literally meaning this from the heart. This is a company and a, and a man who has dedicated his employees, what do you say, something like 2,000 employees, his entire industry, his entire reputation, even the, the welfare of his, of his company's salaries, each one of them, built around a principle that he has thrown all down to say, we need to save this nation. So take that to heart. It's an example we all need to live by because this is part of what I talk about in terms of a giving society, a heart of a cheerful giver. This is how you defeat the enemy. Because when we start to put our reliance on God and we start to do great things by leaning into the world and pushing outward as God wants us to and trusting that God will deliver, God delivers. I speak from it from my own position. We hear the witness from Mike. It's all over. And let us not forget that because that's the new world we're building into. Not the world of personal self-accumulation, the consumption of me, the worship of me, the religion of me. That's what we're leaving behind, and frankly, that's what we're witnessing the collapse of, especially today. So it's really something. So keep that in mind and really take it to heart as we all look at our own lives and reflect on someone like Mike, who's really done an amazing job of leading the nation in that direction. So my compliments to him as always, and just so much respect for what he's managed to do and what he's provided as resources for so many patriots out here to continue to expand the message, to expand, continue to expand their capabilities. And it's just, it's really, it's very personal to me on many, many levels because the growth of this channel has also been in part assisted by what my pillow has been able to do in the belief in the message that comes here. So that's, that's very real right there. Patriots, I hope you enjoyed the interview tonight. It's, um, it's informative. It's uplifting. There's a lot of hope, a lot more than we've been realizing. These sorts of things that Mike's bringing to the surface with 140 counties out of switch to paper ballots, with the massive victory today of the destruction of Roe versus Wade, which now throws it back to the states. And that gives us back to the principles of the Constitution, which is states' rights, and that puts the fight on the ground for us in our local communities. With the big win on concealed carry, another big one, we're seeing a shift now. And the real battle before us now is going to be the rest restoration of the republic. That means the death of the federal state and the rise of the true republic of sovereignty. That's what lies ahead. Much, much fighting to do on the ground, activism, politics, involvement. But we're going to win this. We've had an amazing victory today. That God delivered to us. Let us not forget that. All glory to God. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up and make sure and give praise and thanks to our Lord. This is an amazing day. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But never forget, we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, 
to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. 
We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.